Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. This is a re-upload because the previous version of this episode had a lot of static, a lot of background noise. My apologies, I didn't realise until after I published it because I got the news about my grandma while I was editing and then I added some new bits in and then completely forgot to edit the remainder of the episode. But I don't want to keep that up. So yeah, overcoming the January blues. And by January blues, this refers to the feelings of sadness and that just general lull that many of us experience year after year. And it's for a range of reasons. It could be related to finance, especially if you celebrate Christmas and you spent a lot of money over that period, it can be difficult. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, that extra week, if you're working in employment, right, not in employment itself, but if you if you're employed, um, you might find that you have to wait an additional week because when I used to work in um, in my my old job, what they used to do is pay us like a week early and they thought, oh, yeah, we're doing you a goodie. No, because now we have to wait an additional week to get paid. They really impact, uh, you know, the, the quality of life on the other side. So that can that can be a factor and also just the weather and the fact that it's getting dark early and but on the plus side in about a month's time it will be getting dark at five instead of four (laughs) so there is light at the end of the tunnel literally and also pressure because we might set ourselves resolutions or for those of us who use it as a checkpoint we might subconsciously make resolutions or goals at the very least. You start worrying about things not actually coming into fruition and, oh, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure to do this and do that. Will I be able to do it? You know, there's a, a bunch of things that can contribute to these feelings of the January blues. So I just wanted to speak about these. The first thing I wanted to address was the untold pressure that we put on ourselves sometimes that we put on ourselves to perform or to achieve certain things. I find that sometimes we might have a tendency to rush ourselves or expect a lot from ourselves without giving us, I'm saying ourselves a lot, but without giving ourselves the grace to make mistakes or take things at pace and really dissect things before we go in and and try to actually execute them. It's, uh, I, and I understand, you know, this economy and the way things are, it's like we're having to fast track a lot of things or figure out how to. And when we don't know how to fast track things, we get a bit uh, restless. We can get anxious because I know I have palpitations for breakfast. And what I have to say to that is one thing that really I think is helpful to to begin to combat this is to try not to live in the future because that's where anxiety a lot of anxiety is stemmed from I know for me because I deal with anxiety on a daily basis living in the future is one of the biggest culprits for me without a doubt when you're worrying or preempting and I have mentioned the second dart before but for those of you who aren't aware what the second dart is or second darting It's when you've got the first start, which would be the current situation that you're in, the current unsavory or the the, the situation that's causing you a bit of anguish right now. 
there's that. And the second dart would be the worries that you have about that situation in terms of the consequences. So, for example, if you're in a situation now where you're in overdraft, for example, that would be the first dart. And then the second dart would be, oh, shit, I'm going to get kicked out in a month's time because I don't have enough money to pay rent. I don't have enough money to do this. I'm worried that I'm never going to have enough money. I'm always going to be an overdraft. Do you see what I mean? And you end up worrying and stressing out about things that haven't actually happened because you've convinced yourself that they are going to happen. That is the second dart. And it's said to be the cause of so much of our daily suffering. And it's something that we might do on a subconscious level that we might not even realise we're doing. We don't even realise we're doing it, but it's something that a lot of us do. I know I do. As much as I even, I'm, I'm very aware of this whole philosophy and this whole, you know, but I still do it. <laughs> I still do it. Even when I catch myself doing it, I'm like, eh. but then maybe about half an hour later, oh, here I am again. So, but I, I, I do find that that again, is a culmination of living in the future because you're worrying and preempting. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. You have no idea. But what I've also found as well is that when you are too focused on the future and you're just you're you're just surrounding yourself with thoughts about what's to come, you can end up missing what's in front of you. You can end up missing opportunities or put yourself in a position where you're letting things pass you by because you're focused on things that are far ahead that you have you actually have no idea how they're going to turn out if you just try to focus on the now and the things that you can use to make tomorrow better than the present or better than yesterday the little steps it's the little steps just take things at your own pace and, and and trying not to compare yourself to to others, which is a very difficult thing again, because again, this is something that a lot of us just do on a regs. Like it's, it's, it's not something that we we're always aware that we're doing, but yeah, it's just really just, just allowing yourself to, to learn and giving yourself the space to develop and hone your craft and do all the things you need to do to get things done eventually and there's uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with looking at the bigger picture or thinking about the bigger picture of the future but when you live there it can be extremely easy to just let everything in the current moment pass you by and it's the stuff that's happening right now that is going to get you where you want to go in the future there's just some food for thought on that and in terms of preparing like yeah you can prepare for the future absolutely without necessarily immersing yourself in that world because what you can do so some actionable steps that I personally take is to think of a big goal for the year perhaps break it down so break it down into okay so you've got the one big goal what targets do I need to hit ultimately to result in that big goal happening So what do I need to do in order for that to happen? So you break that down and then you break that down into daily tasks or weekly tasks. And then you just make a Notion document. I love Notion, so I'm very biased. You make your little Notion document with your daily tasks. So that way you're doing the work, you're doing the things that need to be done to help you get to where you want to go without necessarily focusing on it. 
Do you see what I mean? I hope I'm making sense. Because when you start focusing on it, that's when you start, uh, the anxiety enters the chat because you end up, you're, all you're going to be doing is philosophizing. Philosophizing? I don't know if that's the word. But you end up preempting and predicting and you don't have a crystal ball. Unless you, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're psychic or clairvoyant or whatever the word is, cool, cool, cool. But um, yeah, I just find that things can be a little bit tricky and add a lot more pressure when you are in that space. Yeah, me too. I'm training myself to stop living in the future. And also with the finances, I know as a self-employed person, this time of year is very quiet. And this can be a huge source of stress for many self-employed people because you worry, oh my God, like this is how the year is starting. I'm still waiting for pay from last year to come through and all this. And it's like, yeah, I'm really stressed out because I'm not getting any inquiries. This time of year is when all of the businesses and organizations, well, I can't say all, but this is the time of year when typically they are planning. So they're getting all of their eggs lined up and they're preparing who they're going to contact, what projects they're doing and all the rest of it. So it might just be a case, you know what, you just got to hold out till maybe February or March where things tend to pick up before they sometimes take a hit again in the summer months, especially if you're an online business. The winter, so the winter blue, the January blues and the uh, summer tend to be two key periods that I've noticed where things can get quite quiet. So if you are experiencing a quiet period right now, please try not to stress out about it. This is not permanent. This is a this is a, a temporary thing. And and when once you once you're aware that this is what's to be expected at certain times of the year, you can then use this to prepare in future because you know, all right, cool maybe over December or January, things might be a little bit uh, on the quiet side. I can use this time to maybe just fix up any back-end stuff, go over the website, see if there's anything that could do with some editing. Me personally, oh my gosh, I am in the process of moving the website to Squarespace because I'm not really using the features on Webflow anymore and it's more expensive. I really should be using I mean I've got a lot of other things I'm doing but this would be the perfect time for me to do some website work but where I'm moving everything over I'm like yeah it doesn't make sense I'd rather push that energy into creating or building the new website which I'm currently doing but you can use this time for like admin and and just catching up on the back end stuff and then when you do get inquiries or when you do start to have work pick up you're prepared you've got everything lined up perfectly ready and waiting for new clients and new customers so yeah please please don't stress out if you're if you're worried about that because I completely get it it really does add to the anxiety and especially if you've got any outstanding invoices from the year before oh yeah that's another thing that's that that can really contribute so I'm with you um but I do have some free late payment template packs if you are experiencing that right now where you are chasing up payments if you go to gumroad.com forward slash creative champs I have a free late payment template pack on there where you can download um, different things that you can say in emails because sometimes finding the words is is quite tricky so I've got that there for you if you need it 
what was the other thing that I mentioned uh, for the January blues? I think it's just, yeah, the weather thing, the, the sad, S-A-D. I get that. But I mean, do you know what? I think this year, because I know that I can get a little bit down, I've made certain tweaks and changes to how I operate. So I know that once it gets dark, this can affect my ability to concentrate, which is strange because before I used to really peak in the night, like an owl. But now it's like, okay, it's dark outside. My brain is switching off. I want to watch Family Guy. I want to go and do something else. So knowing that, I started my work earlier in the day and I also uh, stopped working earlier as well as a result of that because I know that, yeah, after a certain time, like unless I'm in the zone or unless I'm trying to distract myself from something, then, yeah, because in oh, yesterday I was working up until around midnight because uh, I got the news about my grandma who I want to dedicate this um, episode to in memory of uh, my grandma Irene Hazel May who passed away um, recently oh well we got the message a couple days afterwards apparently so it was actually um, on my mum's birthday that yeah but anyway um I wanted to mention that because because we know tomorrow isn't promised you know what I mean I don't want to sound morbid but it's like damn whatever you want to do just do it do you see what I mean just crack on because you 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 you'll never know until you know you never know until you know and you don't want to live a life full of regret or wondering what if and you don't want to subject yourself to that at any point so yes while I understand that there will be periods where you feel down and you you just feel stressed out it's important that we don't live there and we do what we can to eventually pull ourselves up so yeah, we have our moments, like give yourself a day or two or whatever, or a week, if you can afford it, maybe travel or change your scenery, which can work wonders. I've booked a trip for myself in March, which I can't wait to go on. I can't wait to, to leave this fucking country. Um, apologies. Oh, oof. I'm trying not to swear as much. Mm. But um, no, honestly, sometimes that's all you need is it just you just need a change of scenery and some uh, breath, breath of fresh air. Um, and yeah, but it's just important that you give yourself the chance to to feel those things, express that emotion and then just get back on that horse when you can, as soon as you can. Because one thing that I know is guaranteed, if you don't start or you don't do it, then whatever it is that you want to come into to play is not likely to come into play. But you won't know until you know. You won't know until you try. And it could take a long time. But what is a long time anyway? That's subjective. But it could take a while, you know, it could. But don't let that be what deters you. And I know this time of year is a very reflective time of year, which again is what can contribute to the blues because it forces us to sort of analyze things analyze the uh, analyze our checkpoints analyze where we are in our lives sort of like birthdays for some of I mean me my birthday I I get the birthday blues because I oh for one reason or another but I, I gen generally don't tend to 
enjoy my birthday. I find it a very challenging time. For some people, January is a challenging time for similar reasons. Uh, Like I just mentioned, you're just forced to look at things and assess things mentally. I mean, for some people, not everybody, of course. But this episode is for those that do. (laughs) So, yeah, I I completely understand that that feeling of, uh, again, it's important that we recognize that those are thoughts. They're not facts. They're they're thoughts. Sometimes they're opinions, but they're not facts. Do you see what I mean? I always say it's best to just try and work with what we've got today so that we can get closer to what we want to achieve ultimately. And then I say what we want to achieve, but there, there's going to be multiple things. There's going to be multiple things that we want to achieve, you know. There's not, for me, there isn't one single destination where we can say, yep, happy now. It's a evolving journey. There's always going to be pockets of joy, pockets of anger, pockets of um, anxiety, pockets of anguish, all of these things combined, but it's about learning how to overcome certain things and navigate all of these different instances and experiences as we go through this life. So yeah, I just wanted to make this episode to just touch on that. And and, and another thing that I've noticed as well, sorry, I'm really, do you know what? I'm having a bit of a processing delay day today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I have spoken about this before, but I do have moments where I I find it very difficult to compute or translate what's going on in my head uh, and pushing it out of my mouth. And um, I'm having one of those days today. Uh, I'm having a bit of a brain fart. So please uh, bear with me. But if this is your first time listening, honestly, it's not usually this chaotic, but things have been a bit chaotic lately. And also welcome if you're new here because I did notice there were a significant amount of new listeners recently. And thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Uh, Yeah, but I did want to say that motivation and discipline, yeah, I've noticed, I don't know if this is just me, but like, for example, the gym, yeah, I've noticed that I find it a lot easier to go when I rely on discipline rather than being motivated. Because for the past few years, I've been going kind of consistently but I've been relying solely on motivation and with that it was like yeah I don't feel like going today and next thing you know it's been two three weeks all of my gains are gone because I'm trying to gain weight I'm trying to get a shelf okay and build strength and then yeah it's like oh starting from scratch Uh, I've got doms again I'm weaker and all this sort of stuff and I was like you know what let me just focus on actually setting up a, a structure and a routine so now I go day on day off so even if I'm not in the mood I'm like you know what provided I'm not unwell if I'm unwell then no I'm not gonna go in but if I'm able to and I've completed my tasks and it's gym day then I'm going in so and I, I found that sticking to that has been very beneficial so I've removed certain elements out of it so that could be an idea as well. If you struggle to find the motivation, maybe if you try to recenter your focus onto the discipline aspect of things, which is a very difficult thing to master, but it might make things easier in the long run. Who knows? If, if it works for me, maybe it works for some other people as well. Um, but yeah, I want to yeah wrap this up. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope this was helpful in terms of overcoming these these feelings of sadness. And But like I said, in 30 days, I think it's 33 days, something like that. It will be getting dark at five. Okay, so that's an extra hour of sunshine. And then from then, it's just going to get brighter for longer. Yeah, so we've got that to look forward to. All right. All right, everyone, take care. Bye. See you next week.